Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Thank you for joining me today. If you're catching the show live and it's your first time tuning into the show, uh, a little bit about me. Uh, my name is uh, Jim Ventura. I am a professional astrologer, uh, navigational consultant, which means uh, I use a lot of different types of oracles when I work with clients, including tarot and numerology and runestones and animal cards. Uh, if you want any information about uh, sessions and the work that I do, uh, check out my website at jimventura.com. Uh, easy enough to find, and I'm also a uh, blog columnist uh, with a monthly column called Snake Oil, appropriately so, which I've been doing since 2003. You can email me at VenturaSag, V-E-N-T-U-R-A-S-A-G, at yahoo.com to get added to the monthly uh, mailing list for the newsletter. Uh, You get to read my books before they're printed this way, because that's where they go first. Plus, it'll give you a lot of access to uh, specials and various other things that I'm doing and just some great information. So uh, email me if you'd like to be added to the uh, newsletter. And it's blind copied out, so no one will ever get your email address from me. And it's just a once-a-month column. So uh, I do the show about three or four times a month. Uh, this month, I, I was I, this is actually only my second show, and I won't be doing a show for Halloween, I think, just because it's Halloween. But uh, next month, I will be here for three or four at least. Uh, but this is, uh, we've got some different themes for different shows. This is our update on astrology, so everyone can kind of get a feel for what's going on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk on today's show about our current astrology and some of the things that are happening, uh, so everyone can get some insight. And then I'm going to take some live calls today. Uh, I already see I've got callers waiting, so uh, great. I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, it will be about 20 minutes or so before I take the first live caller, and I'll do some five-minute mini post today of an oracle of your choice, or you can let me go with that. I may pull a tarot card or do some basic astrology or a runestone. Um, let's keep these to about five minutes. Once I get to them, probably get three or four in today. So uh, if you're already waiting, hang and we'll get to you. I'll take the calls in order in terms of how they come in. But first we're going to start off by talking about uh, current astrology. So what do we got going on now? So I think most people know that the sun has moved into Scorpio in the last couple of days, which is where it'll be for the next month. Um, Mercury has been in Scorpio for a couple of weeks now and just went retrograde a couple of days ago. So let's talk a bit about that. Uh, Mercury will be retrograde until about November 10th. So if you're not sure what a retrograde means is, you know, other than the sun itself, pretty much including the moon, all planets um, go retrograde at some point. Mercury is probably the most notable uh, because it happens three or four times a year for about three weeks, and it rules how we communicate, how we express ourselves. Uh, so, of course, the way we think. Uh, so when the planet that rules the way we think, the way we communicate and express ourselves goes retrograde or backwards from Earth's orbit. It doesn't technically go backwards. It's just kind of more of an observational thing. Uh, We typically get some kind of screwy communication things happening. Uh, Computers typically get a little bit more messed up. Appointments are a little off-kilter. 
people hear one thing and 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 others hear something else, you'll you'll often see some really kind of interesting stuff that happens with Mercury retrograde. It can be a little bit frustrating sometimes because uh, things can get messed up in communication areas. But of course, like anything, it also has its benefit. Mercury, uh, in this case, retrograded Scorpio means. We're kind of all having an opportunity to look at how we use personal power in the world. So as that happens, um, we look at where we use power in a good way, uh, where we may use it in uh, a negative way. Um, so in, in relation to ourselves or the people around us, this is what it kind of brings up. If you look at the house in your chart, and you need an natal astrology chart for this, if you know the house that contains Scorpio, you'll often see the area of life where this is really, really showing itself. Um, you know, I, was, I remind everyone, if you're not a Scorpio, meaning you weren't born at this time of year, uh, that doesn't mean that you don't have Scorpio somewhere in your chart. So uh, it's going to show up somewhere and be in an area in your life. So um, this is what we get with a, a Mercury retrograde. Again, it means that we're going to going over issues and re-looking at areas that relate to our sense of personal power. Um, let's talk a little bit about Scorpio for a few minutes. Anyway, um, for any of you who have your sun uh, sign in Scorpio or your rising sign or moon sign, those are going to be particularly notable attributes. Um, I just did... Uh, a promotion about this on Facebook, talking a bit about uh, the Scorpio energy. So uh, let me uh, read that to you. Because the sun is in Scorpio now. So again, reminding everyone, even if you're not a Scorpio, you've got Scorpio somewhere in your chart. So this is going to be the area in life, really, in essence, where it applies. Um, so this is, I'm going to take a quote. It's a brief, short quote, but it talks about um, people who have their sun in Scorpio, um, and uh, when the energy is static and when the energy is dynamic. So let's start with a quote-unquote negative first of, of static. So Sun and Scorpio. Uh, individuals feel that they have a right to possess, to investigate, to control, to search out the secrets of people's desires and needs. Static Sun and Scorpio. When your attention is directed towards a reason, uh, towards getting a reaction, from others that reflects your power, you may instigate conflicts. In doing so, merely as a cheap thrill and test of your dominance, you may alienate those closest to you. If you covertly insist that others recognize your ultimate strength, you may become impatient and insecure when they do not offer you the deference expected. When your potency is not acknowledged, you may become angry and demand attention through an inappropriate provocation. The unpredictability of the Scorpio responses may be emotional and destructive in nature. Indulging and agitating others may lead to their mistrust and wariness and including you on the core levels most wanted. You might rely on inciting others as a means of validating and measuring your power and control by their responses. This can lead to a type of self-expression that defeats your independence. Okay, so that's the negative side of it. Again, remember that with all signs, guys. There's a good side and there's the bad side. <laughs> so, so it's kind of good to be aware of both. So here's the dynamic expression of Sun and Scorpio. When you focus on uplifting other people, you can express your ability for manifesting power in a way that is constructive and vital for both parties. Revealing your perceptions of another's inner thoughts and feelings allows you to feel the aliveness of significance. You can inspire others when you validate your self-control 
by exposing those factors that enable them to achieve the same self-mastery. You can become aware of the ambitions and goals that others are seeking. This awareness allows you to contribute your perceptions effectively in a way that others can accept. This results in your increased vitality and well-being. You may give others an opportunity to know you and to appreciate the power of your discernment when you reveal the psychological insights that further them. Seeing the foibles and hidden motivations of others can inspire you to help them become aware of their own deepest desires. In this way, you experience the satisfaction and acknowledgement of the scorpionic power to constructively transform the lives of others. So this is uh, from a book called Spiritual Astrology by Jan Spiller. Um, great line there. Uh, that, uh, that last line, I'll, I'll reiterate that or say it again. In this way, you can experience the satisfaction and acknowledgement of the scorpionic power to constructively transform the lives of others. Listen, guys, if your son is a Scorpio or if you've got strong Scorpio in your chart, you have the ability to influence other people. You can, quote-unquote, uh, manipulate um, uh, them in that sense, but we hear that word manipulation and uh, we, you know, we think negative, you know, uh, but that's not necessarily. Again, like she's saying here, of course we can get caught in the negative side of it, but on the positive side, we can really use that power to transform other people. And, and that is to some extent Scorpio's job. So it's finding that line between healthy, positive, uh, you know, manipulation or, or influence, let's say, because the word manipulation is what makes everyone uncomfortable. And the negative, where we get caught in that sense, in, in uh, you know, that, that urge to be recognized and acknowledged. Um, I have Venus and Scorpio in my natal chart. My sun sign is Sagittarius, but I've got Venus and Scorpio. So this has been, you know, Venus in our chart is our, our love sign. It shows, you know, our, our relationship energy. Mars, to some extent, too. Venus a little more. So I know I've had some... Uh, power struggles in my past when I was younger in the relationship department. I don't anymore. Uh, I've much, uh, very much received kind of a pace of peace. So that little thing that I read you guys, that, like I so said, think of that. Wherever Scorpio is in your chart, uh, find that in your chart, and that's the area of life where this is coming through. If it's your sun sign, moon sign, rising sign, again, that's going to even be more of a prominent thing to understand and to recognize. Okay, so the retrograde motion of Mercury in Scorpio, of course, is making us think about, you know, how we use our power, how we, how we influence others in that sense. So uh, it's good to know because, again, we can look at the positive and negative sides of this during this retrograde. The retrograde will go to, I believe, about November 10th, and then, uh, then, uh, Virgo, uh, then uh, Mercury will go uh, forward again. So I always notice a pattern when Mercury retrogrades. It's like the beginning of it is definitely screwy. It kind of mellows out in the middle where you almost don't notice it as much. And then like the last week or a few days of it, because it's about a three-week period, are always like the worst. It's like everything is kind of coming to a head in whatever issues that you're looking at. And then once it goes direct again, it's like you've got those aha moments, clarity in your thinking uh, at some level. So that's actually kind of a cool process. Venus is in Sagittarius. It has been uh, for Venus will move in signs about the same pace as the Sun and Mercury do for about a month or so. So Venus is in Sagittarius. Um, you know, what that's going to, for a lot of people, what that's going to do is make people think a lot about traveling. Uh, it's going to make people think about philosophy, um, 
kind of look at their more optimistic side at some levels. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's funny because uh, I can uh, I, I go to Vegas every two months, and I just came back from a vacation about two weeks ago, and I'm already I'm going to go again in early December, and um, I'm already thinking about how far off that is. Uh, like I just I want to I want to go on vacation. <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> Very uh, Venus and Sagittarius. You're already looking toward the future about where you want to go and what you want to do, but certainly optimistic about it. Uh, Mars is in Virgo. Mars will stay in a sign for about two months. So when Mars goes into Virgo, um, if you're a Virgo in your sun sign, of course, that's definitely going to really give you a lot of vitality and life force, a lot of energy. It may also make you pissed off, reactionary, and a little bit irritable, and the tendency toward battling a little bit. Uh, so again, we look at wherever Virgo is in our chart, give us a feel for that. Um, but as an overall theme for most of us, Mars moving into Virgo usually brings in a lot of energy around working and practical matters and fixing and solving things. Um, I, always, uh, I, I notice when Mars goes into Virgo, I kind of get a lot done, but I also tend to get impatient. Um, uh, I, I was, even today I was multitasking and I got to the gym and I, I got water and I went to the bank and did all those things and I was carrying all these, I uh, went grocery shopping, I did like 18 things uh, in a row. That, that's very Mars and Virgo, which for me is natal. I have that. I can get a lot done. And, uh, but in my impatience, I put the, uh, just filled up water jugs, and I put one of the water jugs, tried to put it on the top of the car, and I dropped it and splashed and exploded off the concrete and, and wet the grocery bags, and I was like, oh, pay attention. Uh, you know, so uh, generally Mars and Virgo is going to make us meticulous about our work and how we get things done. But on the negative side, like I said, it could make us rash, a little bit pushier in that sense of that area. Uh, you know, Mars and Virgo pushes a little of that energy of us wanting to fix others and be a little aggressive about it. So be selective with that. Make sure uh, people are wanting your insight and your advice. In fact, that's what I would say, people, if you want to be really diplomatic about it and do it in a good Libra kind of a way, ask if someone wants your opinion about something first before you volunteer it. That usually does the trick. If you say, you know, if someone's complaining about a relationship, you could say, do you want to know what I think? And then that way at least they can say no, <laughs> and then, then you don't have to bother. Or if they say yes, at least they've opened the door to give, give you insight. So it's kind of a good thing to consider um, uh, with, with those type of matters. All right. I want to welcome everybody. I know I've got some callers already waiting, so I'm going to get to you guys shortly. I want to welcome everybody to the show um, and, and to everyone in my chat room as well, too. Uh, good to see all you guys here. Um, uh, at about uh, five, uh, five or ten minutes, I'm going to start opening the phone lines and take a couple of little mini calls. So I'll announce that in a few minutes. I want to continue on with discussing our basic astrology here for everybody, and then we'll take a couple of personal calls. Uh, okay, so continuing on. Uh, Jupiter is in Cancer now. Now, Jupiter will stay in a sign for about a year, and I believe it's going to go retrograde in the next month or two. We've got to check on, the, on that. Um, Jupiter in, you know, Jupiter in our chart is what I like to call, Jupiter is a planet that rules our optimism, um, our philosophy, our sense of, of reaching for the best. You know, Jupiter is like big, happy, fat, so in our chart. It's uh, Santa Claus. It's the part of us that, is larger than life, that is truly optimistic and colorful and philosophical and interesting. So wherever Jupiter is in your chart, 
is uh, where the, you're going to see that area. So, like, you know, for instance, like I have it on my ascendant in my first house. Um, and I like to say I'm sort of nauseatingly optimistic. Um, but, like, if Jupiter is in your seventh house natally, your marriage partnership house, it means that's the type of, of person you're going to be drawn to. You're going to look for Jupiter types. Um, if it's in your workhouse, the sixth house, work, service, and health, it's going to make you have a tendency to look, you know, to approach work from that angle that way. And uh, it'll often make you healthy, but you'll have a tendency to sometimes to overdo it in some respects. So when we look at Jupiter in our natal chart, it really does give us insight into the areas of our lives where we tend to have kind of positive energy, uh, but where we can overdo it sometimes or overshoot. But overall, relatively positive. So Jupiter's moving through Cancer now in terms of transit energy. So what that's going to do for pretty much everybody is it's going to give us a little bit more of an optimism or positive approach to Cancerian matters, which often have to do with the home and the family and how we nurture others and how we're nurtured uh, as well. So it kind of adds a little bit more of a positiveness to our emotional body. Um, I had a few issues with family members uh, toward the end of last year and the beginning of the year, and I found as Jupiter moved into um, cancer that, uh, you know what, I kind of forgave the people that I was pissed off at. Um, I kind of understand why they were as annoying as they are. Uh, I say that with love. I love my family. But I I think most of you uh, agree. You you love your family, but okay. Uh, (laughs) You've got to have a reasonable distance sometimes, too, at the same time. Uh, But uh, it it made me, you know, a lot more positive about the way I was viewing family. And uh, and, uh, so I like that influence. So Jupiter will go retrograde. You know, Jupiter retrogrades, eh, listen, they're not really that difficult in comparison to possibly a Mercury retrograde or other factors, Mars retrogrades. It's just more that we kind of rethink it or go over it again, uh, but definitely a much more of an easier type of a flow when we see a, a Jupiter retrograde. I think it usually goes for a couple of months, too. You mentioned a little bit about the outer planets, and then I'm going to start to take calls here. Um, Saturn and Scorpio, I've talked about that on other shows. Saturn will stay in a sign for about two and a half, three years. So Saturn and Scorpio, if you've read my columns or caught other shows, I've said, uh, you know, Saturn and Scorpio, uh, repercussions, karmic repercussions behind any type of misuse of power. So uh, I, I, last time I, so I did a show, I mentioned the Anthony Weiner scandal as a, a great example of that, someone that fell from grace rapidly uh, by, by misusing power at some levels. You know, my personal thoughts on that, Listen, I, I, I never understand why people get so hung up about sexual stuff. It's just so irrelevant to me. Let people do whatever they want to do. Who cares? I remember back when the whole Bill Clinton scandal happened years ago and everyone was so upset about it, and I thought, who gives a crap? I mean, whatever people do sexually is meaningless to me. I don't understand why anybody cares um, and gets so one of the most moral dances. But it, it, on the other side, it was an abusive pattern in the sense that um, you do have to be aware of how other people respond to you. And I think that's what Anthony Weiner encountered. It's a great example of this Saturn and Scorpio thing. Uh, listen, if you push buttons, if you push too hard, if you manipulate in a negative way, the repercussion is going to come back hard and strong. So that's what uh, Saturn and Scorpio is all about. Um, again, when we look at structures of society, which is what Saturn represents as well, um, we see this uh, government shutdown thing that went down the pike. Uh, yeah, uh, it's going to have some real 
bad ramifications for the Tea Party uh, and the Republican Party in a very practical sense because a lot of people were happy with it. So, um, you know, it was, again, I don't want to get political on the show, but whatever side you stand on it, it was kind of a wrong approach to take towards something. So uh, there are going to be repercussions from that. So, you know, Saturn in our chart will show where this is happening, but also shows where we could have the potential to mature, evolve, and become stronger. Brief mention of outer planets, uh, Uranus is in Aries, Uranus will stay in a sign for a good seven, eight years. So, of course, it's stimulating. Uranus is where we're weird, we're eccentric, we're odd. Whatever's in your chart is where you're odd and strange and eccentric and brilliant. So uh, that's a good way of looking at that, too. Uh, so uh, Uranus and Aries is really provoking a lot of people to be more independent and to be more strong. But we see this a lot with different countries, um, Egypt and other places that are having a lot of turbulence. That is a lot to do with... Um, Uranus being in Aries. And uh, Neptune's in Pisces. Neptune will stay in a sign for a good 10 years or so. Uh, it's at home in Pisces, meaning it's its ruling uh, ruling planet energy is, is, is uh, Neptune for Pisces anyway. So uh, kind of a softer approach to um, having a little bit of compassion and understanding toward people and things that I think is positive. And uh, Pluto's been a Capricorn for a number of years and it's got quite some more time there. Pluto will stay in the sun. Pluto's almost generational in its approach. So I've said this before, you know, I think for a lot of people it can seem like when you're working toward a goal, it's taking forever. That's a good part of Pluto and Capricorn. But you'll get there, and once you get there, it'll be solid. So that, to me, is, is a very significant way of looking at it. All right. I'd like to talk more about you. I've got so many calls. I think I want to take these calls uh, because we've only got about 20 minutes, so I want to see if I can get about four calls in. Uh, the call-in number here is 646-200-3966. Uh, I've already got four callers, so I don't think I'm going to get it beyond all four, uh, but you might want to try in case somebody drops off the list here. So I'm going to take my first call. And i got to, um, just so everyone knows, i got to keep these down to about four or five minutes uh, so I can get all the calls in, but uh, you can ask a question and have me pull a card for you if you like. All right, first call, 719. Welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi, this is Julia. Hello, which Thank you for taking my call. Great. What's your name again? Julia. Julia, gotcha. All right, yep. Julia, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, aside from a little sinus stuff from all this uh, beautiful weather here and everything blooming, I'm pretty happy. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your, what's your, I'm in Arizona. We've got like flawless weather right now. It's oh, like nice. mid-80s during the day and 55 degrees at night. It's gorgeous. Uh, but, of course, everything cool. blooms. <laughs> so, uh, what's your question? I wanted to talk about relationships. All right. Is this your first time calling in? No, I called once before when you were doing the past life and, I, and you pulled a card uh, for a past life. That's right. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was gonna say you did it was a the Byzantine, ca- Byzantine Cathedral, I think it was. Right, right. Absolutely. Now I, now I remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so your question cool. is about relationships? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want more specific? Or... Um, and, and, and this is good for other people to listen to because sometimes if you can't even get your call in today, a lot of times what I talk about, other people can feel familiar to you. I think a lot of similar people call in. You see some interesting patterns behind this. So 
what I did for you is pulled an animal totem card. And, and interestingly enough, it came up a dog. What that means is dogs have to do with, uh, a dog totem has to do with loyalty and commitment. You know, dogs obviously are very loyal, committed creatures once they, um, once they uh, commit to an owner in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. And in this case, though, for you, Julia, it's coming up reversed, which isn't bad. It just means that there's some type of test that has to do with your loyalty. So let me, I want to read something real quick to you. Are you sure it's and my then, loyalty or could it be the other well, person's loyalty? Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's, so let me, let me tell you, the, uh, well, it means guidance. I'm not having the loyalty, loyalty issue myself. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is, what, uh, this is what the card says. This card urges you to examine the degree to which you or those around you may be lacking in faithfulness or loyalty. Ask yourself to what extent you value these qualities in your friends and your lovers and to what extent you and they express these values. If you find it difficult to keep friendships, the dog as your ally will help you to develop the qualities of selflessness and trust that will nurture close relationships. But remember that sometimes loyalty and faithfulness can be inappropriate. A dog is often submissive and anxious to please even a cruel owner. So... What I think is, I think this is probably pretty fitting for what your question is in that sense, because I think sometimes we do have to look at the relationships that we're in and and sometimes decide whether we're giving too much yeah. at some level and whether we're getting back the same loyalty and same care that we're putting in. Um, yeah, yeah. Is, is that what you're wondering about? Yeah, yeah, that, that pretty much exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah, because, again, sometimes it's not uh, even so much something within us. Again, it's something that we're dealing with within someone else. And I think that what I'm kind of hearing here intuitively, are you is it, are you married or is this, this, a, this a, 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 a relationship? I, I shouldn't say just a relationship. I'm, I'm married, but yeah. that's a big question mark right now. So. Yeah, and I think the thing is, I mean, you know, it, it's funny because you can sort of see this transformation in society where, where people are not marrying as readily as they may have in the past. And I don't know if it's a good or a bad as much as it's just an evolution in society because I think our lifespans are longer. And I think we're all mm-hmm. taught that same thing, that you're going to fall in love with the, you know, the love of your life in that sense, and then you are going to... Um, uh, uh, then you were going to live happily ever after. Happily and then sometimes after, you have to look yeah. at whether you're living happily ever after. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's a consideration. So what I'm kind of feeling and what I'm getting here is I do really think that you are obviously very dissatisfied at some levels with the situation. Yeah. And what I feel is I think that a lot of times, I mean, do you have a spouse where you could kind of talk about some of this stuff or is that a futility? I tried to talk about it, but I don't feel that he really heard me or chose not to really understand, you know, I can't even really articulate it very well. Right. I don't think he really yeah. realized that, you know, when I was telling him how I felt that, you know, I don't think he really took it to heart or really understood right. the depth. So, yeah. And so... And here's what I'm going to suggest for you. Um, make an internal commitment that within a reasonable amount of time, if if things don't improve in a positive way, um, then uh, be willing, if 
it, if that's what the right answer is to consider leaving it. And yeah. as scary as it is, because you don't have to make the decision. You just ask spirit to show you whether that's the right decision. And I think that that's often a good kind of starting place in that sense, because I know it can be terrifying to consider doing something like that, but it also can be tremendously empowering and liberating. All kinds of things could come into play, but but give it a little time in the sense of, of meditate on this and, and ask for insight and spirit to help you know whether that's the right decision. But I do feel okay. um, that sometimes people need that push and may need to know that you're not going to, you know, you're not going to stay in an unhappy space, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, but yep. don't worry about it. Right. Okay. All righty. Well, you know, thank you. Yeah, that was that was definitely right on. Yeah, again. that's it. <laughs> ask, ask, yeah, absolutely. It's like the the beaten dog. You got to know when it's time to you know chew off chew your chew the chew the link off the fence and run. You know. Run. Yeah. So uh, sometimes it's, that's the right decision. All right. Yeah. All righty. Okay. Well, thank you so Thanks much. It call, was sweetie. wonderful as usual. Have <laughs> a great night. All right. Awesome. All right. Good deal. Thank you, Julia. Okay. Let's get the next call in here. 978, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi, Jim. This is Kathleen. How are you? Hi, Kathleen. Have you called in before? No, never. Okay. Um, my question is about finances. I am so pissed poor broke. I cannot right. tell you. And okay. I, I don't know if you noticed in the chat room, I even gave you the time of my birth yeah, if you needed you, it. You, yeah, I, I caught that. That was you. Okay, so thank you for for clarifying yeah. that. Okay, I'm going to pull a card or two, on, a card or two for you mm-hmm. on this, but I also want to tell you, go back into, um, when you, you don't do this now, but in the next couple of days or so, I did a show a couple of months ago called The Long Came a Spider, and it's in the archives. Go find that in my archives and listen to that show at your leisure. But I totally talk about the financial stuff and how to cure it. So, and it works. I've actually had a number of clients that listen to my advice, which is amazing <laughs> to me that they listen to me, and they got similar, similar results because I was struggling with some financial stuff in the last couple of years, and I did some feng shui changes and a few things, yeah. and um, it worked. I mean, miraculously so. I mean, this is really good for me. It's almost like I'm almost dizzier than I even want to be in some respects. Um, okay, so what I'm seeing here is what they're showing is um, – a couple of things. One, the cards are showing past success. The universe comes up. So you had had some success in the past. I oh, think yeah, I went strong. from riches to rags Yeah, I, I, in my I marriage. Feel that. I feel that was a, a huge factor that's coming into play. And what I'm seeing in the present is the two stones comes up, which means like you're juggling and you're, you're handling a lot, but I, I keep getting this energy of it all being very frustrating to you because yeah. I feel like you're juggling a lot, but it all feels sort of useless. In that sense, remember yeah. this too. This is a, kind of a bummer, I think, um, at, at some levels to remember. But for for Leo, because your your son is in Leo, right? Yeah. For Leo, yeah. every sign has something that that's less than it. You know what Leo's is? It's humility. It's like you guys go through this process where you rise to the top, and then life or something knocks you the hell down. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, that's the story of my really life. Yeah. Exhausting. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So. The outcome comes up the seven of cups reversed, which is very interesting because it means that your priorities and focus are changing in terms of what it is that you want and what really, really matters to you. 
Um, this actually is a positive card. It means kind of a strong sign that there's a decision that's made around your work and uh, around what you do that moves you into a uh, in, into kind of a, a better space. But I am getting a lot of hard work involved in that in that sense as well too. Um, what type of work are you doing now? I'm not. I haven't worked in a few years. I'm on SSI, so whatever I would do, I'd basically have to work from home and do it under the table, and I've tried different things, and it's just not working. I've always been in sales. Right. Don't give up on that. Listen, I'm getting – what I want you to do is – you know, I have a friend of mine. You're going to laugh at this, but it's great insight. A couple years ago, she she was working a regular job, and she started doing – she found out that you can buy um, books that are in the public domain for nothing. I mean, you can access them. And she started downloading them on disc CDs, and she started marketing them, repackaged them, marketed them, and sold them on uh, Amazon. And she built her own okay. Amazon store. Now, she already did. She really originally just did it because for her, she wanted to make some extra money for gambling, which is my gambling buddy that I go to the casino with. But mm-hmm. she got so good at it that now this is her full-time job, and she's making between $700 and $1,100 a week. But this. I don't think I'm that talented to do that. Right. You I know can what? say that right now. Trick. It, it's a, I'm not suggesting that you specifically do that. I think mm. the thing is to tap into what it is that your talent and ability is. And the way to do that is I feel like um, I think that you're on the right track at some level by going back to certain talents and abilities that you had in the past. But mm-hmm. it almost feels like just revising it. We're doing it in another way. And I think the thing that's been really, really tough for you is because it's been so difficult for so long, I mean, yeah. you've gotten understandably cynical. You know? Yeah. Like your, your optimism is being sapped. Oh, it's sense. totally sapped. Uh, yeah. So that's the trick is to find that aliveness again. And I keep seeing something happening for you in January where oh, something, I don't know if it's a video that you see, or something that you see, but I just see something that is getting you charged up again, and I'm getting a green work. light on it. Yeah, that that means go ahead. You'll get a green light on it, overcome any doubt that you have, and it will. it's going to take about a year for it to really become fruitful, but you'll be able to do that, and I see you getting on top again uh, at some levels. But I think you're on the right track. I don't think this, I think you are going to work from home. But, uh, okay, I have one more question. I had to ask a friend for a loan, a small right. loan, and and I was being aggressive. He said, yeah, my, my word's my word. I'll get it to you, blah, blah, blah. And then this was Monday, and I'm so broke right now, and I right. think I was a little aggressive when he didn't Tuesday, Wednesday. Do you right. see any money coming towards me in the next few days? Can you tell something like that? Yeah, you know what, I... Here's what I'm hearing when you answer the question is I'm getting a yes that you're going to get help, but it, it may not be what you wanted it to be specifically, you know, less or something where I feel like you're going to get a call. There's going to be some information about that, and, and they're going to help you, but maybe not as ideally as you'd like to, but at least it will help. So I'm getting somewhat of a yes on it. Um, I, I just feel like... They, I don't think you did anything wrong. I just feel like they're, um, you're, you know, that's one of the things about being a fire sign. Sometimes you wonder if you were too aggressive. Yes, because I know exactly that's unnatural. part of my, that's so, one of my traits. <laughs> absolutely. So all you want to do is you, you're worrying about this and you're afraid that you screwed up or you went too far. Stop doing that. 
release yourself. Well, I mean, I asked Lack. for $300. Yeah. I didn't think it was yeah. a whole lot for a person who's a right. millionaire. It isn't. That's why. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So release it. Release the worry about it and trust that it's coming your way and trust that it's going to come from one place or another, meaning it will come from that place or it will come from another. You want to get into that energy because you're good for it. You know what and I mean? And this person Don't. will call me. Yeah, I do think you're going to hear from them in about within the next two to three days. Okay. Two to three days. Okay. Thank you so much. It was All a great right. reading. You're welcome, great. I'm Thank glad you, hon. Help. Okay. Right. I appreciate it. Bye bye. No problem. Uh, okay. Let me put you on hold here, and then we'll go make sure I'm moving along here. Uh, okay. Nine one eight. I think. Did I talk to you already? No. I'm here. Oh. Can you hear me? Oh, hello. <laughs> Well, yes, I can. Hey. What's your name? Angela. Angela. Uh, hi, Angela. How are you today? Hi. I'm doing all right. I, I've all been right. very emotional lately, and I can't figure out why. Very melancholy. I, I haven't felt like this in over a decade. That you're feeling emotional? Yeah, I mean, you know it's I, extreme. It's... Uh, you know what? I Here's what I'm getting. Now, this is actually going to be kind of positive. I feel like what I'm hearing is feel like you're grieving something that you mm-hmm. have not been strong. Um, I'm sorry? I, almost, I, I feel like you're grieving something that you can't put your finger on, that that's one of the reasons why you've been emotional. But uh-huh. wh- what I'm getting is here's the good news. I'm hearing that there's a big change that's coming into your life within the next couple of months, especially by February, that is very positive. So I'm feeling like it's almost like you guys are saying to me, it's like you're grieving an old way of life that was fulfilling at some levels too, but it's come to an end and there's a transitional change happening at some level. So something very good is coming into play in the beginning of next year, and I feel like it's almost like um, you're preparing for that, but it's coming through as as, as a little bit of sadness because you're not sure um, – whether you can accept that level of abundance that's coming into your life. And that's what I'm hearing. So it's actually positive. But I think that there's just something about, you know, uh, it also has a lot to do with you just really getting in touch with your own emotional body in that way. I think you're becoming, when's your birthday? 101868. Okay. At 9.09 p.m. So you're Libra, right. Um, right. I, I have to tell you, I really like, I get a very, very bright light energetically, relationship-wise in your life that comes into play in, in again, February of 2014, very strong. So I feel like it's like you're putting some old emotional debris um, to the side to make the transition, but I feel like mm. you had to go through all this intense emotion for a while. So, My Venus is good, in Scorpio. I heard you talking about it earlier. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I don't know it's how I can good. remember that. I don't remember a lot, but I remember that. That's that part you remembered, right? But yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's what I'm hearing is you're releasing something in the process. And what the other the other thing that I'm hearing is, I think you are an emotional person, but you you put a lot of that to the backseat because you were told maybe at some levels not to be that way. And I think you're really getting in touch with who you are, which is that you are a deep person, you know, and that's okay to come into it. But it is, there's some type of transitional change happening and you're grieving it, um, uh, but it's good. You're going to like where this goes. Okay? Okay. 
Well, I awesome. thank you. You're welcome. All right, well, excellent. That's all I need. Nice to hear some. Right, it's nice to hear some uh, some some positive coming up there. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so I already got her. Uh, good to hear. Good to hear. Okay, I'm only gonna be trying for one more call, guys. Sorry about that. Um, if you called in, uh, I'll be back next month uh, doing the show again. I'm gonna take one more call. I won't be able to get the other two on here, so I apologize for that. Um, we only got five more minutes in the show. Uh, hello. Eight, hello. Hello. Hi, Tim. How are you? Thank you so much. Good. Yes, I, I really enjoyed your show. Thank you. I have a question. Um, I'm not uh-huh. sure which one I should ask, but one one question is the relationship with the person that actually we broke up about a month ago. I don't know if he will want to have a relationship with me. Or the other one, if I will get a full-time job with the company where I'm part-time now. I'm not sure which one will come through your reading, but um, whatever okay. you can help. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm getting, um, okay, I'm, I'm getting a little answer on both of these. Um, so the... It's interesting to me because I feel like um, the job thing feels really good. So um, you're you're definitely on the right track with that. I actually feel like I pulled a card on that and it came up the sun card, which means you're getting ready to get in touch with your life purpose and a sense of fulfillment. So Mm -hmm. I like it. Keep plugging away at that. This is going to click or something very similar in the next month or so is getting ready to click into place. And I see a um, there's a female around you connected with it. That's someone that's a helper. You'll understand. It's like a you're just going to meet someone connected with that's very cool and very nurturing and very helpful in a positive way. I like that. The relationship. Mm. Um, I pulled uh, a card on that, and it came up the King of Stones, usually meaning that the question is about an Earth sign of some sort or some with Earth characteristics. But they're showing that that person has had some difficulties in the past that they're still kind of working through. This might have been financial stuff or just security issues that they're working through. So, um, But yet it does come into play as something in your present and in the future as well, too. So what I'm hearing about that is I'm getting a yes, but it may be you guys are sort of laughing and they're saying it may feel a little bit like a tortoise pace. Like it's not because he's not with. talking to me at this time. We have not had yeah. com- communication for for several weeks, and yeah. from what I've heard from my friends, he's probably back to his ex, and that's right. what they told me. That um, so I don't know what to think about this. He thought it, that I thought that we will be together. That's what I'm it feels to me like what I'm getting is there were practical concerns about him stepping and bringing himself back into that, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah. I'm hearing that the situation that he's in won't last. It's not going to work. So once that's finished, I think you'll hear from him again and he'll start talking. Uh, this thing, Earth sign, when's his birthday? But, yeah, we can probably start talking even now, but, it will go in a good direction because I'm losing yeah. hope now that it will. Yeah, right? it, it, uh, I, I'm sorry. I get you losing hope, but I, I'm, not, I'm not hearing that the doors closed on this. They, they're just saying a tortoise face. And when because I, get I really wanted the, tortoise, the relationship like, with this gentleman, not just friendship or talk. Yes, you know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. let, he needs to finish the other thing first. So let that happen because that is happening. Trust in the, in the okay. timing of this. I feel like. You'll talk, but there's a lot more forward movement in, like, May and June 
coming year. I know that's oh, way it's, further off than you want to hear. But it's yeah. Okay. And so, right. uh, and again, going back to the job that you just mentioned, so you think that I may get this job because I yeah. honestly I was passed over three positions with this company this summer. It was very right. upsetting. So there will be a vacancy definitely. I yes, will apply there is like something I applied that's coming for. up. There's someone, there's someone on your team that helps with this, but I just feel like there's something getting ready to click into place in the next few weeks or on the job because I see you being very busy. So you're going to be um, actually uh, the job. They will not starting uh, start hiring until end of December or January. It's a long right, process. Right. The person is still there. She she didn't leave the job. She didn't retire yet. But do you think uh, definitely I will apply? Definitely there will be interviews. Yes. Will I get this? So that's what you think that I Absolutely. will get it because I I went with the same process for the other three jobs and I was in the final list, but I didn't get the job. Right. It just wasn't the right fit yet. I mean, okay. and that's the thing to remember. I mean, that's to take that confidence in a sense. But the, the, the future in this comes up the sun card, again, which means that there is, um, uh, there is uh, a, 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 obviously uh, something that has to do with the life purpose. So that is coming up. Okay? Oh, great, uh, because it was difficult. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Don't let, I mean, you know, I've said this on past shows. That's the thing is this is what this Pluto and Capricorn stuff has been about. It does. It feels like like, like to get somewhere, it's like you've got to fall down 16 times before you get to it, you know, but mm-hmm. when you get to it, you're on solid ground. That, that's the key, and you're about to come into solid ground, okay? Oh, perfect. And you mentioned All your right. program on Feng Shui. When was it that, yes. and what was uh, the name of that program? Still listening because I think we're still streaming. Um, check out. I did a show uh, about a month, a month and a half back, called um, "Along Came a Spider," is what it's called. Along came um, the spider. Called, okay. Yeah. Go to the archives. Listen to "Along Came a Spider." I talked about um, Feng Shui um, cures in the home that will solve the financial stuff. So anybody who's got uh-huh. questions about that, go check that out, and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about and, and do what I uh-huh. said. It, it won't cost you. cost you next to nothing to do it. So, okay? Oh, that's been wonderful, Jim. And do you, All right. you do private readings also for people, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, go to uh, anybody who caught the show today. Uh, you can catch, um, if you email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com, you can get on my mailing list because people who are on the mailing list get a discount on sessions. Um, and then when I do, I do specials every once in a while, too, so you'll get to get those as well, too. So, okay? Ah, so All what right. is your email, if you could post it? Uh, it's the... Ventura, it's just like Ventura, California, V-E-N-T-U-R-A, uh-huh. and then S-A-G, Sag, I'm going to write it in the chat room, too, Ventura Sag, V-E-N-T-U-R-A-S-A-G at Yahoo.com. At Yahoo. Oh, okay, so so we have to okay. email you first, right? Yes, you got to okay. email me, right? Okay. Thank you so much, right. Jim. It was wonderful. Excellent. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Thank okay, you. Okay, guys, they're they're cutting off my show here, so I've got to stop. My apologies if I wasn't able to get you today. Uh, call in next time you see the astrology show. I try to get a little bit more time in, uh, but yeah, they're, they're cutting off my time here, so I can't keep going. Um, so we'll get up, catch up with you next time. And again, yeah, check out, you can check out private sessions that you can do through my website, jimventure.com, and uh, get information there. And, uh, and I'll definitely, uh, if you didn't uh, get in today, call me on the next show and make sure you get in first. All right? Cheers. Thanks for listening today, guys. Have a great day.